Real bossy bitch. Fire on my tits. Make a lick my clit. Then I get up and dip. New designer bag. Car paper tag. All these bitches mad, but they can kiss my ass. Long hair, don't care. When I walk, my boy stare. He wanna fuck, but he gotta be a millionaire. He wanna fuck, but he gotta be a millionaire. He wanna fuck, but he gotta be a millionaire. Ain't no dick like millionaire dick. <laughs> Y'all oh bitches just scared. Ain't trying to get rich. Whew. A word. <laughs> a word. A okay. fucking word. Sure. So, hello guys. Welcome back to another week. Um, I am your host, Lonnie. And I am your co-host, Aaliyah. And welcome to another installment of a weekly... Who raised you hoes? A weekly installment of a question that we always ask at least once Come on, a pastor. fucking week. Come on, Who pastor. raised you nasty, crusty, musty, dusty, bitchy hoes. Okay. I want to start off on a light note. Um, we have two things that need to be mentioned. One is light and one is a little heavy. Um, first of all, can we please give a moment to thank and congratulate our sister, Miss Taraji P. Henson. If you guys aren't aware, Taraji P. Henson started a foundation um, after uh, regards to her dad. Her dad committed suicide. Died by suicide. Died by suicide. It's kind of, you know, it's along the lines. I like how you cleaned it up, but it's Mm -hmm. technically, it's suicide. Um, And it, it became her mission, especially with the country going through as much crisis as it is with mental health, for her to give her actual platform and celebrity into making this a cause that needs more attention than is get than is getting. So she went to advocate on Capitol Hill and of course one of the people behind her is one of the main advocates for mental health is Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. Um she went to try and basically say that we need to start the conversation for mental health with the youth. Like it needs to be discussed in schools more so often. Like what's happening is they are put, like a lot of them are starting to say we should start high school. Taraji's like, no, we need to start at elementary school mm-hmm. because you're getting kids now. What she was saying in her speech, <clears throat> you're getting kids now that aren't even like the age of 10 and they're thinking about taking their lives. It's true. So it's like she said it disheartened her. So, of course, she went to use her voice in the biggest way possible and that was to speak on Capitol Hill. So, thank you. Hopefully something came from that conversation that she had on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. We will find out soon enough. Um, now, we want we, we, you know, you always play a little game with me. Oh God, I forgot we about this. Play a little game. Hold here. on, wait one second before you do that. It's <laughs> one more thing I need to touch on real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we I'm sad to report that Bushwick Bill of the Ghetto Boys has passed away. He succumbed to pancreatic cancer. Um, originally, I remember the reports were shaky where they were saying that um, he had already passed, but then his rep had came out and said he was still alive, but he was fighting for his life. And then it came out late yesterday that he actually succumbed to it. So um, if you guys don't understand, pancreatic cancer is actually the largest form of cancer that takes out especially black men. Mm-hmm. So if y'all need to get them checked, like don't be scared of that prostate check, honey. 
Okay, though prostate is two completely different things, but with pancreatic cancer, they normally catch it like I want to say when it's almost too late. Yeah, like it's it's, a, it's almost like a silent killer. Like my you, uncle had it, and like by the time they got to it to treat it, he was in hospice and he he passed. So it, don't be afraid of them doctors, ladies, especially gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Do not be afraid of them doctors. So, Aaliyah thinks that she's going to get me or stump me. So, I want to hear this. All right. So, we're going to play a little game called Meal, Snack, or Fasting. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm happy. So. Okay. I'm going to name someone, a couple people, and you can say whether they are a meal, Mm. a snack, Mm. or are you fasting. Oh, shit. All right. So, starting with Lance Gross. Oh, child, that is a snack. A snack? That's a snack. Hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and call him a meal because, oof, man, that chocolate. He is a fine man. Don't get me twisted. That's why I call him a meal. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Diddy. I'm fasting. <laughs> that, did you, did you say it quick enough? I did. I'm, I'm fast. I'm fasting. Um, girl, I'm waiting to eat. Um, I'm going to push away from the table on that one. Um, <laughs> hmm. Boris Kojo. Oh, that is a meal. That is a whole fucking... If you know, then you know. That is like one of my first crushes ever was Boris Kojo. Oh, my God. So, Boris Kojo, he's a... Um, a snack. That is a meal, honey. He's a snack. Hey, that is that is a full He's course a snack. meal. Mm-mm. He's a snack. Who you got? Ti. <sighs> Be honest. Be honest. I'm gonna say Ti is a snack because I definitely want to say fasting. Mm-hmm. Some of his um, he took behavior would leave you to want to fast, but. I'm a, I'm a differ on that one cause You gonna say you fasting I'm fasting cause his proclivities I'm not mm-mm. Okay okay I accept it Okay we gonna do two more Okay Michael Ely <sighs> That is a meal Oh that is a meal A meal That is a meal Why a meal Oh my god Do you Listen, I've said this for years, and I will always say it. Light complexion and light eyes are the death of me. And Michael Ely is right up my alley. You got a thing for them light skins. I can't listen. I love. Don't get me twisted. I find beauty in light skin. I have. I find beauty in dark and dark complexion as well. But I promise you, light complexion, light eyes. I promise you, I will be yours for life. Hmm. All right. Last one. Oh, God. Chadwick Boseman. <sighs> you trying to take me to a place. Um, can I? Chadwick Boseman. I'm going to say he's a snack. I'm going to say that's a meal because I ride that Black Panther into the fucking sunset. Michael B. Jordan. Bastard. He like white women. 
Um, I have to think of some more people. Um, Tank. Ooh, that's a meal. <laughs> Short and all, that is a meal. <laughs> I don't care. That is oh, a meal. Um, I think I'm gonna give you two more. Okay. Um, shit, I gotta really think about this. <laughs> Little boozy. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Kick you in your fucking chest. Don't you play with me like that, <laughs> nigga? I ain't even fasting. I'm starving. I don't even want it. Mm-mm. Oh no. God, I'm gonna give you one boy. No. I'm gonna give you one. I'm, I'm mad you try to play when we get off air. We fighting. Oh shit. Um. Mm. Shit. All right. Um. I had to think. Safari. Fasting. Speaking, he a little too damn goofy for me. Like, uh, speaking of little boozy, I brought him up for a reason. It's time to scroll on. So, the boozy, um, the boozy decided to go on a rant because obviously someone told the booze that he couldn't get on the same flight with his children. He what? He couldn't get on the same flight with his children. Um, it was a whole rant that was released, and you know, I don't reference, like, or even discuss him. But there's a lot of blurs. I found the rant. This was from two days ago. Um, um, I'm gonna slightly go over this rant. Um, American Airlines are racist, ignorant, eh, motherfucker. Eh, eh. I hope you eh, and y'all planes crash. Now, in this rant, he called them bitches, faggot-ass fucks. Um, the man refused to let me on the plane with my kids is a bitch-ass hater. If I ever see you again, I'm going to spit in your fucking face, you bitch-ass hater. The captain told you that we would that we could be let on, but you, want us on, you didn't want us on because of your jealousy toward me. I missed my fucking full party, you fuck... Um, you bitch ass hoe. You broke ass, pussy ass, faggot ass, bitch. You deserve. Okay, I'm done. So, I, I always tell y'all. I promise you, I don't care for this man because ignorance is bliss, and he is just in his eyes. The world is just a bunch of cotton fields that he ain't picking. I, I've already said my piece about Boozy, but hmm. I mean, Karma is definitely a bitch. I don't think people should be separated from the kids, but Karma is definitely a bitch. Yes, it is. Um, and we're moving on because things in life could be a lot better. Absolutely. Wendy Williams was spotted in LA recently um, over the weekend. She met up with the Kardashians with Kim and Chris. Um, she also met up with Black China while she was in Los Angeles because, you know, this weekend was L.A. Pride and she uh-huh. made an appearance. Uh-huh. Um, she, of course, met up with Tokyo um, Tokyo Tony. But the one thing why this is all coming up is she was spotted with a mystery man while she was in Los Angeles. Now, if you guys are not up to speed with what's going on with Miss, um, with Miss, excuse me, not Mrs., Miss Williams, she is a recent, she is in the process of a divorce from, um... Her ball and chain, Kevin Hunter, her um, her third, chi- her second child, um, the one that she had to keep on the leash, the one that still decided he wanted to creep on the freak, um, all that good oh. stuff. Um, I hear her name. I think about what uh, 
what uh, T.S. Madison be called her in Queen's Supreme Court. Oh, God. Wendy Wendell Bartholomew. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, she the thing that why I brought it up is because she did an interview with the shade room. Um, it was a brief one. She was in a car and dude was sitting next to her, and obviously you can tell dude is younger than her. And when she when they brought up Kevin, it was like you could tell she's like an actress because she brought up the tears. Like they're still gonna be around each other. Like of course they still like, will be around for their son. And then of course they ask, which of course is called common sense, and it's called life, bitch. They sound grown as hell. Yeah, they talking about him like he's fucking seven. Like, he's eighteen, if I'm not mistaken. He's so, eighteen. He's, he's an adult. So long story short. They asked her about the new guy and Wendy gave up a smirk and rolled up the window. Like, girl, mind your business. First of all, if I'm coming out of a marriage and I'm newly fucking single, bitch, I'm riding new dick until the sunset. I ain't settling for nothing. I just came out of a long-ass marriage with a motherfucker that I had to financially support. Bitch, I'm taking all new contenders, new dick, new opportunities, paid trips. I am giving you everything. If you can sling it, I'm going to take it. Um, you can bring it. Sling it, bring it, bitch. Hello. Bring it on. Okay, y'all, this is, I've told y'all, be pro-positive around this bitch. And good for her. Good Good for, for her, her. I, she needs that. Good for her. Sidebar, um, today, and I have to talk about this real quick. Today, um, there was a helicopter. I, I know you didn't work in the city today. Um, there was a helicopter that went in, that crashed into a high rise on Seventh Ave between Fifty First and Fifty Second. It was like two blocks away from. I know from where you work at. Yeah. Um. So, of course, I had my mom automatically call me. So, anytime your parent calls you and you're at work, you stop whatever you're yeah, doing. Yeah, because you be like, nah, I'm not. Nah. Mom, what's up? Oh, I just want to make sure you get. What do you mean? She was like, oh, there was a um, helicopter that crashed in the building. I'm like, Ma, I work, by, I work downtown. The crash was in Midtown. Complete different opposites of Manhattan. So, I'm like, trust me. I'm fi- I appreciate it, but I'm fine. I'm fine. So... Um, all I know is that the pilot actually Pat, um, was killed during the crash. Yeah. Other than that, which, of course, if you're familiar with helicopters, it makes sense that the pilot would be killed because there's nothing but glass protecting the pilot. And they get the, the brunt of everything when it goes down, depending on how it goes down. But, yeah. yeah. So, as we move along, um, so... David Ortiz, better known as Big Papa. Um, I don't know which team he played for. I forget at the moment. I think he was on... Mm-hmm. I used to watch baseball. I think he was on the Mets at one point. Okay, so we're going to go with the Mets. We could be wrong. If you want to correct us, that's your business, not mine. Do it on Twitter. Okay, so um, he was shot um, yesterday in the Dominican Republic. And the stories are swirling here. Um, they're stating that he was basically shot from the back and a bullet went through his back and it came out of the front. Ooh. Right. And then it hit, directly hit his back. It went through his side, basically. Um, they're saying that he had to have emergency surgery. He had to have a part of his intestines and his um, pancreas removed um, following the wound. They're stating that it was actually a hit set up on him. Um, because supposedly he was messing with some dude's wife and the dude put out a hit. 
I don't believe this ish when it first come out because I'm like, I promise you, literally last flipping week we were not talking about him. I'm just gonna say it for the girls in the back. This is the first time I heard about him since like what when Obama was in office. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, but even like, yo, do y'all got a whole bunch of shit going on? That the Taurus dying. The lat the there was one. I think she was the fourth person that died. Mm-hmm. She was from New Jersey. Mm. And then this one man died because he drank something out of the mini bar in a hotel. I was like, well, any plan I had of going to any... And to the Dominican Republic at the moment is canceled. Well, no. We're not going to demonize the whole country. I think it's all centered on one resort. I think it's a Hard Rock resort. I don't know. I think. I'm not, not sure. Because you had a couple that died last week and then you had some people, some other people dying and then there was one lady who was in the Bronx who came back but she was throwing up blood after having drinks at a, at a Dominican Republic resort. I was like, um, no. Yeah, long story short, ain't, ain't there none of us going to no damn VR right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found this hilarious as fuck. Um, DJ Khaled is quite pissed. Right now, what? Um, his album uh, "Father of the Side" um, came out last week, and also um, Igor from Tyler the Creator came out last week. So here's the tea behind that, honey, and I'm gonna let y'all swirl on it. So if you guys remember way back when, if you guys follow music the way I do, um, Jay Z was like one of the first people to bundle album sales with a deal. Um, at the time, it was Samsung, and I forget exactly what he was promoting, but he um, he bundled album deals and got a number one album, I think, for Magna Carta, Holy Grail, was the album. Then Rihanna did the same in suits with Anti, where she bundled it with, um, with Samsung, where it was like an exclusive, where they got the download of the album, and it helped her get a number one. Well... DJ Khaled thought he could do the same damn thing with an energy drink company. What the- so, he tried to bundle album sales with sales from the energy drink. I don't know what the company is. I didn't read too far into it. Um, so, he tried to bundle album sales. And it did not work in his favor. Because Father of the Side debuted at number two. Igor debuted at number one. So, he tried to slander Tyler, the creator, by saying that he made weird music. First of all... Everybody knows that. That's that's an easy read. That's an but easy then, damn read. The, you, you, that shows you clearly don't fucking know your demographic. Who the fuck drinks energy drinks other than people in the military or people who work in hospitals or anything else where it requires you to be up an abnormally amount of time? Who the fuck drinks energy drinks? Like... Who, who listens to DJ Khaled anyway? I really don't, but... DJ Khaled's fame is a part to thank to... Uh, is a part of to thank to... Snapchat with um, his snaps. At, um, he's the reason why Snapchat almost got, like, where it is now. Like, they don't, like his videos on Snap before yeah. Insta Story came out. Like, they don't want to see you succeed. They don't want to do, see you do the set and third. Mind you, it's contrary to what you're saying now because you tried to disrespect Tyler, the creator. Exactly. And Tyler, the creator, is just sitting here like, uh... But, Tyler, it shows that clearly Tyler, the creator, knows his demographic. You match your shit with things that people in your demographic identify with. 
Not to mention, DJ Khaled is not even an artist. He's a DJ. Can we please get to the elephant in the room? You're not an artist. You're a DJ. People come in and get basically, you give them a beat. They come into the studio. Then, they write and rap or sing to whatever you give them. And that's it. And then who says, oh, I'm about to go get that DJ Khaled album? What? It's a bunch of singles. And the thing is, he's good for singles. Not putting it all together. I can put it together my own playlist of DJ Khaled. That's fine. Exactly. But a whole album that I have to buy? I don't think so. And then you're going to pair with an energy drink? I don't know. No. No. Like, th- there's no purpose. None. None at all. So, I'm going to skip over this next topic to talk about this because it's going to bundle with something else. Young Miami is on Baby Bump Watch. Um, and she came out on Instagram like, Baby Bump, where? The only thing big on me Stop is my playing. Chanel purse. You heard voice. Stop playing with me. The only thing big on me is my Chanel purse. <laughs> I'm like, sis, I saw, that, I saw that video that they were talking about. What video? It's a video of her performing, and she has on, like, a t-shirt and some, like, poom poom shorts almost. But you could see sis look like it's either a food baby or sis baby, is high or something. She could be, and that I shit, hate the yo, pressure. That shit be happening, yo. Like, when your, ladies, you know, when your period come, you be looking like you a couple months pregnant. Shit, I do. And I be like, look, they gonna get these, these sweatpants and these, these uh, elastic waistband pants because that's all I can fit into right now. Can we? Can I have a moment to shout out Twitter right now? Because I promise you, since I've become more active on it again, especially when I use like the podcast profile, I've been getting likes and retweets out the ass. I'm like, I don't even be trying. And yes, I just got back on Twitter too. Finally. And if you want to follow me, it's at darkskinbeauty underscore at d r k s k n n d beauty underscore. Yes, I'm back on there. Interact yes. with me. Because I'd be yes. lonely and bored because Lonnie don't interact with me either. I t- listen, I tweet once in a blue... Oh, I didn't tell you that Solange reads, um, like one of my tweets. And why did you not screenshot this and send this to me? I have to send it to you now. Um, you we're going to get through the show. Speaking of Solange, let's transition into the next topic. Um, one is going to be my rant. Wait. One is going to be my rant. We've, okay. Um, <sighs> Rolling Ray... The dude from Catfish? Yo! 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 I low-key hated him, but I loved him on that episode. He was like, yes, bitch, and what? Listen. It's like, you better. Rolling Ray is is just the definition of a banshee cunt. There's no easy way to put it. He is banshee as fuck. And when I see him, I'm just, I easily get irritated because I'm like, he is so banshee. It's scary. So, Roland Ray was arrested, I want to say, like, sometime last week, um, where he was arrested for gun possession. And he came out and made a video and was like, I don't know what it was given, but um, I was, like, he tried to rob me on the train or whatever. And I had pulled out one of my guns from under my seat, and then they called the police on me. And, you know, I had to, they locked me up, but thank God for Beyonce, because she came and bailed me out, bitch. If y'all can see the look I'm giving Lonnie right now because of this. Bitch. I don't... Bitch. And then Cam Yance came out of nowhere. It was like. <laughs> Cam Yance? Cam oh Yance came out of nowhere. I, I missed this. This is why you got to be on Twitter. Cam Yance responded. It was like, oh, bitch. Oh, no, ma'am. Oh, no, ma'am. So, 
Cam Yonsei, of course, has something rebuttal, but he used the Flavor of Love's um, screenshot of when um, Heidi was saying that people tell her all the time that she looked like Beyonce, and of course, New York opposing, like, Beyonce. Beyonce all of them laughing at her, like, Beyonce, Beyonce. And then, of course, it cuts, he cuts it off before she said, bitch, you look like Luther Vandross. <sighs> Can I have a rant? Sure. Can I'm going to be a minute. Cause I'm I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm tired of it. It's make it's annoying the fucking shit out of me. I need a rant. So recently, as you guys know, um, we're in the middle of the NBA finals, and it was a particular game. I forget which one it is at the moment. Where Jay Z and Beyonce attended the actual game. Um, and Jay Z was actually Beyonce was sitting in between Jay Z. And the owner of the Golden State Warriors' wife. Now, Jay and the owner's wife are having a whole conversation, and Beyonce's standing, sitting in the middle, all sitting in the middle, looking uncomfortable. Now, I don't know which one of you hive member, young hive members, need to hear this, but I'm I gotta read for y'all hosts today. I pride myself in saying I'm a part of the Beehive, and I have no problem with saying it to anybody. But in the same sense, there has to be some level of discretion when it comes to some of the shit that y'all find the time to attack people for. First of all, that is a happily married fucking woman and she has her own fucking money. She does not want or need Jay-Z for shit. And not not to mention, his wife is sitting right there. Did y'all forget that Jay-Z is now worth a billion dollars? And let's say, God forbid, Jay-Z does fall into temptation once again with air quotations. Let's say he does fall into temptation. Let's be perfectly clear. Sis and bro marry without a fucking prenup. So guess who's taking half of the fucking fortune if they get fucking divorced? I mean, I'm trying to understand in life where y'all find the fucking time to attack innocent fucking people. I mean, the energy has to be on y'all finding a job, finding a hobby, finding a career, graduating college, getting your GED, finding some business to mind of your fucking own. For y'all to sit there and actually issue fucking death threats to someone that had nothing to do with anything but speak to a man, y'all literally are fucking pathetic. And it is the young ones that find the time to do this. I don't have the time. I work. I do this. I have a life. Why are you finding the time to attack someone online? I love B. Everyone that knows me knows this. Beyonce don't pay this rent. Beyonce don't pay a car note, car insurance. She don't pay my cable. She don't pay my cell phone. She don't put food in my refrigerator. Nothing. I'm not taking time out of my day to attack someone. One, I don't know personally. Two, I don't have all the information for What time do you have on your hands? But see, the only, the only reason... They went off like that is because of Beyonce face at the moment. But see, to me, that's why I said being a Beyonce fan requires way too much energy than I have. Because these people are fucking insane. Insane. You could you could look at Jay-Z and say thank you. And them bitches is like at your house telling they, oh, they gonna dox you on the fucking internet and they like in your inbox talking about oh they gonna kill you and death to you and this and that. Like, yo, y'all are wilding. Like, and what's worse is, even when Beyonce was like, y'all need to chill, they was like, mind your fucking business, bitch, and then they went back on and went to, you know, went to attacking whoever they was attacking at the time. But the shit is fucking ridiculous. 
her publicist had to put out a statement. But then they don't follow that shit either. It's like, y'all are really not getting it. Everybody's like, oh, she just lets them do whatever. No, she's addressed this shit before. She's addressed it before. Her publicist had to put out a statement about it. It's like, listen, this is what y'all not getting. It's like, bro, what time do you have to put that much negative toxic energy into something you know nothing about that and do y'all want to really ruin y'all lives for a fucking celebrity that don't know you from a can of black ass paint has never like, acknowledged you to press charges on every single one of y'all because she got money the money is long she can find out who the fuck y'all are and have y'all locked the fuck up for terroristic threats y'all realize it's a fucking crime to, to threaten someone's life online is a crime it is a crime. You cannot threaten someone's life online. No matter who they are. You cannot threaten their life. That is a threat. A terroristic threat. You bitch, you'll go to jail. Period. You will go to jail. Period. All of this standing and yeah, you might get retweets and hearts and all that other shit. But let's be perfectly clear. Get in my my I am Perez voice. You're going to jail. Period. Stop that dumb shit. Like y'all gonna get locked the fuck up, and y'all think Beyonce gonna come and save y'all? She not coming to save y'all asses. And a lot of y'all don't even have money for fucking. For fucking bail either. So stop playing with the bullshit. Not to mention half of y'all bitches that sit here and have time to sit here and attack people online in honor of your fave. Because I come from stand culture. You have the time to sit here and attack someone online for your fucking fave. Bitch, half the time y'all bitches on free fucking Wi-Fi. Half the time your fucking phone is off. Hello. Half the fucking time you have to sit here and beg somebody to pay your fucking phone bill. Or possibly Posting make... up GoFundMes and shit on fucking Facebook. Not to mention, this is not slut shaming anybody. You might have to sit here and suck that dirty dick to pay your fucking phone bill, bitch. Pay your fucking phone bill. And you have the time and the energy that you just put into attacking someone online. You didn't fill out a job application. You didn't fill out a housing application. You did nothing to advance yourself but attack someone online and think that the shit is fucking even, cute. It's not even... It's not even fucking... What was you saying? Like, standing. Not even, but what they was doing to people, what they was doing to her, like attacking her. It's yes. not even attacking; it's terrorizing her. Yes, yes, yes. It it's terrorizing someone. It like, is all because she was talking to Jay Z. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Because she was talking to Jay Z, and y'all don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Because y'all don't know what they were talking about. Sorry, I just showed Aaliyah my retweet from so uh, my like from Solange. So my thing is this, girl. I ain't got time. I always say it to everybody all the time and people think that I'm playing. I don't have the time, the energy to put out to something that does not involve, that doesn't involve me into a better person. That's just where I'm at with it now. Exactly. And then if he cheats on her, what, what, what does that change about your life? Nothing. It's like the Gabrielle Union meme where she was speaking with the um, women in the circle. I forget exactly what they were doing, but she's like, did you get the job? Did you get the guy? Did you, somehow did this make your life even better? Exactly. And that's the same question I ask whenever they find the need to attack someone that's innocent in the whole thing. 
that's my rant. It's more so, more of the season Beehive members, if you ever pay attention, it's normally the young fucking ones that don't even have a picture of themselves. They're going under a fucking stand account and they're doing this dumb shit. Most of the older ones, it's like, girl, I ain't got the energy. If he gonna cheat, bitch, he gonna cheat. My, listen, mama gonna be a rich bitch. Hello. We don't give a shit. We don't. We really fucking don't. <sighs> I, that's all we got while y'all were on the scroll. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right what back. Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. You don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with the actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcasts. Once again, it is WRYH Podcasts. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. All right. And we are back. Um, It is time for the thread. The thread is our table talk. Um, Whatever is on our mind and on our hearts. And this week, I wouldn't be me. If I didn't talk about this bullshit. So, um, I'm going to read an article that came from Slant. Um, the Boston Street Pride Parade names alt-right gay provider. Oh, excuse me. Melo Yannakopoulos as Marshall. Okay, let's get straight to the shit. A gay man will be leading Boston Street Pride Parade. Happy Fun America, which is organizing the parade to advocate on behalf of the street community, um, announced that Milo uh, Milo would be the Grand Marshal after Brad Pitt made it known that he was non non too pleased that they were using his image to to advertise this event. Pitt made it clear to organizers that he had to, that they had to stop using his name and likeness, according to Hollywood Reporter. Hugo uh, John Hugo, president of Super Fun America, told the Boston Herald that Pitt was not super happy that his image was being used. The group complied, and by Friday morning, they had replaced Brad's pictures and mentions with redacted and censored signs. It announced that Milo would whom the group described as the most censored and most lied about man in the world would be the mascot and grand marshal of the parade. Hugo acknowledged the choice may be a little strange. I know it's a little ironic to have a gay conservative as our icon. Irony. Such fucking irony. Milo explained why he's taking part of the event. I might technically need to be, um, uh, excuse me. Perfectly, I spent my entire career advocating for the rights of America's most brutally represented identity, straight people. So I know a thing or two about discrimination. Milo said, this parade is a gift to everyone, male or female, black or white, gay or transgender allies too, who stand with us and celebrate the wonder and the majesty of God's own heterosexuality. 
You want to start? I have feelings. No, because you read that entire article for what? Now, I read it because I wanted the backstory to talk about it. So, I guess people fail to realize that June is Gay Pride Month. It is also Black Music Month, but it's mainly known for Gay Pride Month. Just about every major city in the U.S. and also around the world celebrates their gay pride. Whether it's on the weekend, they have a parade in the city that is decides to host it, and they just have a, a march of people that live an alternative lifestyle style, meaning people that are under the umbrella of LGBTQ+. Now, I guess some of the hematote heteros got offended that there's gay pride in certain cities and states and they don't get acknowledged like they need to be. So they decided that they wanted to all, they wanted to actually put together a straight pride parade. Hmm. Now, a lot of I believe some I believe one of these actually got shut down. If I'm not mistaken, where they just was like we're not hosting this. Um the the thing I have to say about this because it hits home, especially for a bitch like me. Um, why can't people understand that you don't need a pride parade for something that you celebrate comfortably and can do freely every day of your life? You don't have to worry about possibly going home and God forbid you left your rainbow on or anything showing that you're saying gender loving and possibly get attacked just like the couple that got attacked on the damn train on the bus in London because they were an open lesbian couple you don't have to deal with people possibly taking their lives because of the fact that their family or not possibly friends don't accept them for what they for who they decide to love you don't have to go into those spaces and be uncomfortable to understand that, yes, people acknowledge heterosexual people all the time, but you don't have to actually deal with possibly losing your life because of who you decide to be every day. We have black trans sisters that are still dying at alarming fucking rates. We have suicide in the LGBTQ plus community at alarming high rates. We have people that are afraid to be themselves, afraid to come out, so they'll force themselves into closets and marry, and then we wonder why we have STDs, STIs, and HIV at an all-time high. Because they can't tell their truth. But you want to sit here and actually organize a straight pride parade? Like you need it? I'm confused. This is a white people problem. Huh? Because white people want to be othered so bad that they will overtake anything that the other tries to get for themselves. It happens with Black Lives Matter. Blue, Blue lives, lives Matter. matter. All, All lives, lives matter. matter. What happens with the Pride Parade? Straight Pride Parade. For it's what? Like, and it's like what Crystal says. Y'all literally have everything else. Everything, everything else. else. Everything else. Not only do you have to have everything else, you have to have everything else everyone else has. Exactly. So it's like the white people who get mad at um, black people who want to have yoga, who want to have black yoga. Oh, well, why does it have to be black yoga? Because we don't want to do white yoga. What, Like, what the fuck? It's not your space. It's not for you. But yet, 
we're always taught, okay, if something's not for you, it's for us, you need to leave it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, if we go and get our own, well, why can't you guys just include, it's like what, what Crystal from The Read said, white people just want you to be nice to them. But they don't realize that I don't have to be nice to you. At all. At all. At all. It doesn't, I'm not required to do that. Not. And for you to require me to do that is unfair to me. It is. Just like this whole strike, uh, straight pride thing. I looked at it and I was like, this is so fucking stupid. It's just a bunch of white men wanting to be othered. And it's like, what can, like, I'm just confused. Because someone said, it's another person I follow on Twitter, and he said it. He said, why do you need a parade if you're not in a marginalized group? For what? You don't need to be acknowledged. You don't have the struggles that gay people have or, tra- or lesbian, trans, bisexuals, the whole plethora that falls under the category. You don't have those problems. You don't have those issues. You don't have states that want to deny you a marriage certificate. You don't have people that want to deny you adoption because of the fact that you're a same gender couple. Yeah. People have to hide that shit still. And it's 2019. My nigga, nineteen. Niggas gotta hide that shit. Like, oh, we want to adopt the baby. Well, we can't reveal that, we, that we're married and gay. We can't reveal we're married and, bi- and lesbians. Yeah, I mean, but see, do we, we ask the same thing of people who can't even give people the respect to calling them their own pronouns. <clears throat> like, it costs you nothing to just call someone what they want to be called. It's like, okay, if your name is Dick and you want to be called Bill, then... You would be pretty ticked off at somebody calling you dick all the time when you said, okay, call me Bill. And it's like, even when you have people that are non-binary, people that are non-binary don't identify with the gender. gender. They prefer to be called they or there. They don't want gender. It's kind of like when you disrespect a trans person and you know good and damn well they're trans. Oh, that's a boy. No, sweetheart. There's been money paid for him to be called Miss. You, but the thing is, you don't have to agree with it in order to be respectful. Period. Like, like why is that so hard? Because I guess I don't agree with it, but I'm going to be respectful of it. What do you want to be called? It's the same thing like when I came out to my mom. The one, I'll never forget what she said to me. Because I think it was the easiest coming out that I had. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't agree with it. But I accept it. That's all we want. That's all we want. We're not asking you to sit here and just be like, oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to protect you guys. And I'm going to love you guys. Even though I don't like what you do. Respect it. There's no reason. And it's the crazy part is I brought this up to Aaliyah. Until you know the feeling. And this has happened to just about every gay person I know. Because it's the truth. Until you know the feeling of going to a pride parade. Go to a pride parade. Then leave. And start to come home. What does every person that attends a pride do when they're on their way home? Every merchandise or anything that they have with a rainbow on, they're taking it off. Why? Because you want to make it home in one fucking piece. 
it's like, and especially you learn this as a baby gay because a lot of like, if I really, if you really pay attention, baby gays love rainbows. All the gays we like, we'll put on one thing of rainbow, but that's it. This is just too much. That's it. That's, it. that's all you want to get out of me. You got one rainbow, boom, we done. The baby gays, they want rainbow everything on them, and then you realize how much shit you gotta take off when you go home. Until you realize the discrimination that you go through on a regular basis when you go to like your hometown or wherever you wherever you call home. I can't go around Jersey wearing no fucking rainbow. I can't. No one can go like that's like someone walking around with a trans flag. In Nork, you're bound to get jumped. That's like me walking around with a rainbow flag in Nork. You're bound to get jumped. I'll never forget, jumped or killed. I'll never forget when I had my first boyfriend. I was ignorant as fuck. I had to be like 19 or 20, like one of my first real boyfriends. And this motherfucker decides he wants to try and kiss me in public. Mind you, we are in a mixed area. We're not in a neutral place where gays are welcome. And you kissed me. And just so happened, a car full of dudes saw you kiss me. So what did they do? They turned the corner. And I said to I said to dude at the time, I'm like, we need to move. And he was like, why? I said, they're coming back. And guess what happened? They came back. They came the fuck back. This is the things that you don't understand when you have when you have preference. A straight couple can go in public. Nothing's wrong. Let a gay couple go in public. A general public area. Trust me when I tell you. Somebody got something negative to say or they might try and attack them. Mm-hmm. It's like the one biggest discrimination but it's the hardest to get convicted of a crime or even get them to acknowledge as a hate crime. Is an alternative lifestyle. They won't acknowledge the shit. But for y'all to sit here and actually organize a straight property, and then, of course, you have a conservative gay leading the whole fucking thing. And he's married to a black man. Of all contradictions. A black man. And we're sitting here as the grand marshal of a straight pride parade. Like, they got shit. Straight, you wanted to go to a straight pride parade, boo? We can go to St. Patrick's Day. Hello. You want a straight pride parade? We can go to 4th of July. Memorial Day. Labor Day. Thanksgiving. Christmas. Valentine's Day. New Year's Eve. We only have one fucking gay pride ignorant fuck. You better come on, Pastor. One time a year. One month. And for most, one weekend... Of a gay pride. And the sad part is, even with us having a gay pride month, there's still another black gay pride. New York has a black gay pride. DC has a black gay pride. Atlanta has a black gay, gay pride. pride. Them shit is lit as fuck. Oh, they lit, baby. But it's beside the point. We still, even being gay, we're still separated. Imagine, like, it was a story that came out about a, a gay bar. I believe they were in Boston. I might be wrong. They were basically saying that they want a band playing rap music. And it's like, what? They're like, they want a play, band playing rap music. 
it's like, okay, um, so what about the black patriots that come to your establishment? But then you realize how segregated, especially being in a community, how much more segregated it is. It's not just, oh, I'm gay. It's now, are you a muscle buff? Do you have an average body? Are you plus size? What are you really into? Are you a gamer? Do you like to party? Do you like to go? Do you like to be in leather? Do you like to do this, that, and the third? Oh, you just like to just be a regular gay. There's nowhere for you to go. It's still marginalized, even with under the plethora of being gay. We still run through an umbrella. Still to this very fucking day, an umbrella. So, yeah, we can have a straight pride or you can help to celebrate a straight pride, but you got to organize the community first. You got to organize the gay community first because we are, a fu- honest to God, we are a fucking mess. We are a fucking mess. <sighs> I think that's all I got because Leah barely had any input for the straight pride. I mean, it's not really, you know, that's not really my lane because... It, and it's more so for me to, to sit and listen and take that in as someone who identifies as straight ish. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, I think I think I, I think show straight ish. See, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing about females, and this is where I wish guys would come into and see, play. The thing is, it, it's it is also different for me as well because for women, it's a little more acceptable to be. Bisexual. In limbo with 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 gender and sexuality, so it's more accepted. It's not my lane. It's 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 best for me to kind of sit and listen, mm-hmm. and you know, have commentary on things that don't really, you know, meddle the waters with that. But for me, it's just a more a more sit and listen kind of thing because. At the end of the day, it's not my lane. Right. So I can't really cross over that and be like, well, yeah, this is, you know, what's fucked up and this is what this is. And I can't do that because it's not, it's just not my thing. <sighs> Could have been, but it's not. So as a straight, I fucking hate the niggas too anyway. But <laughs> I think it was for me. Look, looking at that and reading about that, it was a white. It's a white thing. It is. All lives matter, and blue lives matter, and like. Oh, oh what about them? Bullshit. Oh, what about them? Yeah, like no. no. And and to and real quick, to you motherfuckers that really sit here and think that you can detach black and gay, I gotta remind y'all again. I'm both every fucking day. Hello. There's no detaching of the two. There's no, oh, you're black before you're gay. No, I'm gay and black before anything else. Hello. They, they're two in the same. They're both Exactly. They're two in the same. I don't give a fuck. I'm both, and I'm not detaching both anymore. Go ahead. I can do that as my, my, uh, my, uh, <sighs> Oh, my gosh. I think that's all we got for the thread. So we are going to definitely move on to the mental care, uh, mental health tip. Aaliyah, since you are so anxious, I want you to go first. It popped into my head as I thought about it. Stop with the colorism bullshit. Ooh. Now, I'm going to touch on why. You don't know about the, the two YouTubers that were that had a baby. Oh, bitch. I couldn't even watch that clip. It was like, oh, I thought you were going to have pretty eyes like me. And then when everybody was getting on, I'm like, what the fuck you mean pretty eyes? Like, 
what are you talking about? And oh, she's going to be so dark and look at her ear. She's going to be your color and she's not going to be this person's color or my color or this color. It infuriated me to see it, but I was like, you know what? I'm only seeing a little bit of it. But even that little bit of it told so much because you were freely just saying this shit. Mm-hmm. And now this girl has not even taken as much as 10 breaths before you were like, oh, you don't have light, pretty eyes. Oh, look at your ears. You're going to be dark. You're going to be dark like your father. You're, oh, well, she tells her husband, Oh, you'd be an ugly girl. Her husband's dark skin. You'd be an ugly girl. Oh, well, I had blue eyes when I was born, and then they turned to gray, and then now they're just light. And, you know, basically she kind of threw shade at his mother, too. Oh, like, I would, you know, you know, she, she's going to be dark like you guys. Yeah, so now, when they did the their apology video, she was saying, oh, well... I'm not a colorist because if I was a colorist, I wouldn't be with a dark-skinned black man. That's the same equivalent of a white person saying, well, no, I can't be racist. I have black friends. Oh, girl. So she's like, well, when I said that you didn't have pretty eyes, I meant that, you know, because I have, like, really light eyes and, like, my sisters, and they have brown eyes and everybody will compliment me and say, oh, you have really pretty eyes. Like, babe... Do you get complimented on your eyes? And he's like, no, no. This fucking coon. No, no. He didn't get what she was hitting at. Mm-hmm. So she, he's like, no, no, I don't. No, I don't get complimented on my eyes. She's like, exactly. So what I meant was her, her brown eyes are not going to get complimented as nearly as much as, you know, having light eyes. And it made me even more angry than the video itself. Because I'm like, this is your daughter. This is your baby. So, and he's like, basically it was around the, the thing of equating light-skinned women with femininity and having dark-skinned women be more masculine. Or like you have men want their, their sons to be dark-skinned because, yeah, that's, that's, a masculine, that's a masculine trait where they want their daughters to be light with with pretty hair and pretty eyes because that's femininity to them. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? What? Remember the episode of A Different World when they wanted um when they wanted the Kim to um be the mammy in the play? If y'all don't believe if y'all didn't get that reference I just made, you need to go back and watch a different world. And it, it goes back to what I said in a previous episode. These like with with what happened with uh, Nipsey Hussle at his funeral? Oh, why she? Pretty little light skinned daughter, light skinned <sighs> bitches, daughters to raise. But why is light skinned more readily available for femininity? Like young, uh, who was it? Kodak Black. He was being interviewed, and he and the interviewer had asked him, "What are you? What are you? Team dark skin or light skin? Or something like something to that effect." And he was like, "Oh." I'm team light skin because these these dark skinned girls they be nah they too manly bro they too manly. Meanwhile, you looking like fucking Donnie from the wild fucking Thornberry. Exactly. Bitch but then ass. the thing is, it's like what what I saw a post on Facebook say. You know, I think it's it's about the mothering that we've had. You know, you've had these mothers make pretty. 
pretty and feminine boys, but you making strong black men out of your daughters, whether they light skin or they, they dark skin. So, and I, I looked at it and I noticed it and I look at myself and I noticed that I had a lot more drive than a lot of them than that I did. So, to go off of this, I had one of my cousins that I grew up with, and I think it was, like, the best, best advice I've ever seen for, that's the best advice that I've seen for, um, oh, my gosh, she's still in my mind. So, it's the best advice that I've seen for, um, it come, when it comes to darker skin, um, men and women, it doesn't matter. Um, she passed away, um, like one or 10 years ago and my cousin is dark skinned and of all her children, he was the darkest. And she told him, she said, the world is going to try to try and make you feel down about your complexion. Mm -hmm. She said, they're going to tell you you're ugly. They're going to call you all types of names and insult you. You are handsome. You are beautiful. And trust me when I tell you, because you're not going to get it right now. When you get older, they are going to love your skin. Yes. They are going to love it. They are going to adore it. That is so true. They are going, they, you, will know, you won't know what to do with yourself. And you cannot tell this man that he is the most confident, dark-skinned man I've ever seen in my life. That is so true. Because it's like I told Ed. I was like, I've dated almost all Hispanic men all of my dating life. Because... They loved the dark skin. A lot of black men, if they did date me, it was just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to just use up for whatever she got, and then that's it. But he was the first black man that I've ever come across. And I remember when I first met him, I was like, well, what do you like about me? Like, what's, you know, what stood out about me? He was like, he was like, you're dark skin. He's like, I love dark skin women. And I was like, nigga, you lying. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck off my phone. And I hung up and he called me back. And he was like, what you hang up on me for? And I was like, because you lying. Like, who the fuck, like, like, who, like, what black man likes dark skin? He was like, I'm not that kind of dude. He was like, I don't watch TV where they push. Oh, lighter is better and lighter is better. You got to have something exotic on your arm in order to be considered a man of status. And he was like, I love, he was like, I love dark skin. And he's like, that's always been, always been my thing. And I was like, nigga, please. But when we really like got into it, that's all he loves about me. And I see where he gets it. He gets it from his mother because his mother's really light and his father's dark. She was like, oh, I love that chocolate. I was like, that's where you get it from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to break that stereotype where... Dark skin is just the worst. I mean, I I can say I've only had my only like real serious relationship was with someone that was a fair complexion. But every dude, I want to say before and hell even after him, if not brown, they were dark skin. And it's like I sit here and we played the game, and I told my type. I yeah, said, "You was listen, was it, light skin." Wave the light skin flag. Yeah, and then when yeah, you can be there's a one there's one saying I want everyone to take with them when I say this, I want you to really grasp what I say. The casting of the show 
has nothing to do with the heart and the soul of the person. That is very true. And that's my self-care tip. When you look at someone and they could be physically attractive, but they could be ugly as shit when it comes to their personality, their heart, and their character. They could be hideous as fuck. And y'all seen it all too far, uh, all far too often. Please don't understand what you see in front of you is only the shell. When you get to know that person mm-hmm. is when you really get to meet who they really are. Whether they're in a good space, a bad space, whether it's a bad day for them, whether it's a good day for them. When someone shows you who they are, you better believe them. Exactly. Believe the fuck out of them because they're not going to change. They're going to remain the same person that you met. And the only person that you have to blame in the scenario is you. And that brings my whole rant into full circle with no matter what skin color you are, you have to love yourself. Hello. Because at the end of the day, you have to go to bed with yourself, wake up with yourself. Mm-hmm. And if your validation comes from everywhere but from yourself, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And that's something I, as a dark skin person, had to learn. I had to start loving myself because I can't change the skin I'm in. You can't. You can't. No matter what you do, you cannot change your casting. And it, and it took me to write affirmations in bar like like bar soap on my on my um my bathroom mirrors, so I could read it to myself every day, and then go out in the world. If I got a compliment, sure, but it wasn't a boot. It didn't like affect the boost that I gave myself after reading my affirmations for the day. And you know what? To me, I'm that bitch. Okay. You can't tell me shit. You can't tell me shit. And, you know, yes, a compliment is great, but it doesn't compare to what I give myself every day. So, like I said, you can't change the skin that you're in, but you have to love yourself. And don't let your confidence come from outside. Mm. Let it come from inside because the outside will go. The outside can change. It sure can. As long as the inside is like, yo, I'm that bitch. I'm that nigga. Period. Period. So, and ladies, don't let them tell you, oh, you pretty for a dark skinned girl. No, bitch. I'm pretty. Or you're you're pretty for a fat boy or a fat girl. You're pretty for this, that, and the third. No, bitch, I'm pretty, period. Period. And that's what we got. On that note. And that's that on that. Shaboom. Next week, I have quick. I have a shout out. Um, two actually. Um, to one of the biggest supporters of the podcast. Um, his name is Curtis, but his online handle is Trillificence. Hey, he Curtis. is. Her- <laughs> his birthday was yesterday, actually. So I want to wish Curtis a happy birthday. Happy birthday hey, to hey. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to... Oh, he's going to twerk. <laughs> and of course, a quick shout out to one of my favorite supporters, um, The John Effect, from The John Effect Podcast. Um, as you guys know, or you guys don't know, um, next week is my birthday. Hey! <laughs> we'll be going 
going out. So, oh, we definitely doing something That's this weekend. It. That's what? sad. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find me a classy white nigga from Westchester to pay for my test. That's, That's sad. sad. You, so, you got some white niggas that went to school with you? Oh my god. So next week, I plan on giving you guys a gift. I'm not gonna say what the gift is. And we go alive for Lonnie's birthday. Oh God. Because we are recording on that Monday because I'm trying to tell y'all next weekend I'm going to be nobody's good. I plan on being drunk somewhere on that a weekend? stoop. That, um, you know my birthday's next week. Yeah, I know that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, wait, okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. I have to let y'all we know. We're going to be turned. Oh, we're going to be turned. Yes, honey. Baby. So- <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh, God. So, All right, we don't keep y'all on. We don't keep y'all on. <laughs> so, I have a surprise for you guys. I'm not going to say what it is just yet. Just know it's a present coming. So, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see y'all next Monday. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.